Thanks for joining us for another God-inspired message from C3 Church Monash. Connect with us online at c3monash.org.au and we hope you enjoy today's message. Beautiful. It's really beautiful to be in God's presence, isn't it? There's peace, there's joy, there's hope. And that's what we get to walk into this morning, into his presence. I'm really excited to get to bring a word this morning for you, just some things that I feel like God's been speaking to me about, to share with you, and we're going to do that in a second. So, thank you. Thanks for being here. You got out of your nice warm bed, and you made it to church. Who got out their um, their warm jacket this week? Has this been the first week you've gotten your jacket out? Yep, it's been time, hasn't it? No worries. All right. Can you can take a seat for a moment? Um, worship team, thank you. I'm going to bring you back up shortly, so go do, do what you need to do and be on hand. Beautiful. Well, I just want to thank Pastor Stephen Deb and the pastoral exec team for the opportunity to share this morning. I'm really excited. It's going to be good. Um, and... Just today, I sense God wanting to have a family meeting with us. You ready? Ready to have a family meeting? He's been speaking with us over the month about lordship, tilling our hearts and preparing us. And we've been wrestling with what that might mean, what lordship means for our walk with him. Does anyone else know that feeling when God's been like pressing on stuff in you? Has anyone had that this month when we've been talking about lordship? Yeah, yeah. God is so kind. He actually gives us space and time and he's walking us in a process. So we're going to take communion together a bit later, but I want to give you some time. If you don't have your wafer and juice yet, can you head to the back and grab that? And can you also get a little umbrella? It looks like it looks like this. So if you, if you don't have those, Ellie, beautiful Ellie, is, has them ready for you at the back. Just go grab that now because um, you're going to need those things ready. Okay, so over the month, we've had Ben Rundle brought a message online. Thank you, Ben, where he spoke about Jesus as our Lord and our Saviour. Often we think of him as our Saviour, but have we considered that he's also our Lord? Mel Marshall talked about lordship as living the surrendered life, one where our will and our idols are surrendered to God. She encouraged us that a surrendered life is incredibly fulfilling. Ben Aiken shared with us the story of Gideon found in Judges 6 to 8, and he asked us to consider what competes with God for lordship in our lives and to share with each other our stories of surrender what giving God lordship has actually produced in us. So today I have a picture to share with you of what his lordship is like. And I believe it's to correct some beliefs that we might have about him as Lord and what it's like to live under his lordship. And then we're going to walk through a process together where I sense God is wanting to bring some alignment for us both individually and corporately. All of this to give us a little nudge in the direction of his purpose for us in this season. And I feel like it just needs to be clear that this is not an individual thing. 
but that as each of us come increasingly under his lordship, that has a corporate effect. Faster move forward as his family here in Monash, ACT, there are some areas he's inviting us to surrender to him. Okay, so as I've been preparing, there's two pictures I keep seeing of what being undercover is like. And actually, I need to backtrack a bit. You ready for the title of my message? It's Calling All Undercover Disciples. Okay, so two pictures of what it looks like us to be undercover. Because the way we see his lordship matters. That's our filter, right? So I think sometimes being undercover, we think it's like being an undercover agent, like Jason Bourne or Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible, right? But an undercover agent is controlled by outside forces. They have limited agency in their own life. They can never rest. They're on high alert. They need to be in control and trying to control situations to stay alive. And they're lonely. We rarely see an undercover agent in family, do we? They're often orphans or they've chosen not to have a family because the undercover life does not lend itself to attachment. Right? They're lonely. They feel like they've got to go it alone. And if that's what our idea of what it's like to be under lordship is like, I can understand people wanting to run a million miles from it. All of us have had the experiences of being under authority which have been like that. In our world, fear and control are common mechanisms employed. And God, that grieves God. That's not okay with him. He has so much compassion for us and he knows where we have been under authority that was not like his authority. You can't force yourself to see lordship differently. You can't white-knuckle this whole lordship thing. It's something he wants to reveal as you position yourself to learn. So would you position yourself to learn this morning? He has a picture for you of what his lordship is actually like. I love this quote from Melissa Helser. He says of God, If you want to know his nature... Sorry backtrack. If you know his nature, you will not question his motives. So what is God like? How is he revealed as Lord in scripture? How long do we have? We could spend a long time on this, but I'm just going to do share a few. Are you ready? And um, thank you, David's actually going to pop them on screen so you can see them as well. Isaiah 45.5, I am the Lord and there is no other. Isaiah 43.15, I am the Lord your God, your Holy One, your Creator King. I am the Lord who does not change. I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice and righteousness on earth. I am the Lord your God and nothing is too difficult for me. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of slavery. I am the Lord your God who gives you a heart to know me. 
I am the Lord who makes you holy. I am the Lord your God who holds you by your right hand and watches over you. I am the Lord your God who strengthens you, helps you and upholds you. I am the Lord your God who restores you, has compassion on you and answers you. I am the Lord who gathers you. I am the Lord and you are my sheep. I am the Lord who gives you insight. And that's what it's like to be under his lordship. That's the God whose lordship we're coming under. Emily, can you hand me my... Okay, so here's the second picture. Of what it's like to be under the lordship of God. I am covered. Undercover disciples are covered by love. He says, my beloved, sorry, in Song of Solomon's, it says, my beloved is mine and I am his and his banner over me is love. Undercover disciples are motivated by love. They know that the authority they're under is the authority that they operate from. They are learning not to use fear or control because their Lord does not use that to motivate or change them. Undercovered disciples know that this covering is not just for their blessing, but so they can be a blessing to others and bring them undercover. This covering enables them to walk their life's journey as Eugene Peterson says, a long obedience in the same direction, a walk of step-by-step step surrender and obedience, little by little, bringing every part of their lives under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And when we first accept Jesus as our Lord and Saviour, we are covered. But what's equally true is that we're walking towards heaven with God helping us to bring things progressively under his lordship. We all have areas that, that he wants to keep doing that for us. And the thing is, we all have different revelations as we bring our areas of our lives under his lordship, like seeing different colours. There are colours on your lordship umbrella that you have because you have walked obedience in bringing them under, but that's actually so that you can reveal those colours to others and help them to bring those areas under his lordship too. Right? That's part of what the worship team does for us on a Sunday. They reveal part of God's character and they proclaim like how good he is and they're already walking in that surrender and they're able to bring us into that too. All right, I'm going to pop it down. Oh, here also, if anyone has a five-year-old son, you know that also covering is a shield. I'll probably step on that if I leave it there. So, Okay. All right, so we're going to walk a process this morning just in the next 20 minutes that we have together. And there are five steps to it for us to walk together this morning. And 
I'm going to ask you to stand for some of it, but I also want to give you full permission to respond the way that you feel to respond this morning. So if you need to sit, that's cool. If you feel like you need to lie down at any point, that's fine too. If you want to stand and lift your hands, that's cool. But I want you to actually respond to what your Lord is saying this morning because he's actually Lord of our bodies too and we have an opportunity to use our bodies to, bring, to surrender to him. Okay. So first step is, are you undercover? And that's a step of salvation. And I want to give you an opportunity, if you haven't done so before, to actually come under his cover. In John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There's no other way to be covered than Jesus Christ. Romans 10, 9 tells us the way to come under cover. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Okay, so with all eyes closed, let's just close our eyes for a minute, just give people privacy. I want to give you an opportunity, an invitation, to ask Jesus to be your Lord and Saviour this morning. So if you want to do it, we're actually going to pray this prayer all together, but if this is your first time, Can you just pop up your hand because I'd love to acknowledge that with you. Okay, all together. Jesus, I acknowledge today that you are the Son of God. Thank you that you lived died and rose again to make the way for me to be with you in heaven eternally. I recognize today that I'm not capable of saving myself or living a righteous life without you. I ask you to be my Lord and Saviour today. Amen. Amen. So the next four steps we're going to take are ones which you'll take over and over in your walk with God. And we're going to walk them together this morning, but my hope is that these actually become practices that you engage in with Jesus because they're essential for growing as an undercover disciple. And if these are not things that you've done before... This is a beautiful place to get to do them together because you are under the covering of us as a church family. We have praised and worshipped God. This is an atmosphere that is actually going to bring freedom to you. So um, not just today, but I believe walking forward into the week. All right, can you grab your communion emblems? And um, we're going to like all do the open now because it's really loud. So open them all up, get it over and done with. Yeah, I better do mine too. <laughs> Thanks, yourself. Oh, here we go.
Okay. Who struggled with theirs a little bit? Mm. I actually love this because it kind of brings some humanity to this process, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, step two is our cover reminder. Communion is a spiritual practice which reminds us of the covering Jesus purchased for us on the cross. He took the shame and the punishment we deserve for every sin we have ever or will ever commit. And he did it knowing full well the cost. He did it on the back of betrayal by everyone he had been close to and those who should have known better, those who should have recognised him as Lord. This is the Lord Jesus who covers us, the only one who laid down his life for us. 1 Corinthians 11, 23, 25, Paul says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant the new promise, the new covering in my blood. Whenever you drink it, do it in remembrance of me. So let's take the bread and the drink now. And as you do, consider the character of our Lord Jesus. Thank him for who he is, because he is so worthy of our surrender. Jesus, I thank you that you have covered each one of us. I am covered. You are covered. And that's a reminder we need regularly, right? And I encourage you to use this, use this cover reminder regularly. Okay, step three. Get rid of your extras cover. This is about repentance and realignment. We all have areas of our life over which God is not Lord. Or he kind of is, but we have a backup plan if it doesn't work out. Yeah? We have extras cover. These things may not be bad in and of themselves, but if they come between us and God, they are an idol. God's first command in Exodus 22-3 is, I am the Lord your God. You shall have no other gods before me. This is because everything else flows from there. Our obedience is enabled by his lordship. 
Romans 2, 4 says that it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. And I sense that it's important today to give some space for you to surrender some areas of your life to God, to get rid of your extras cover. Repentance is a reminder to bring things into alignment with our Lord. And there is peace on the other side of surrender. Yeah. It's a couple of things that... Um, I just really trust that God has actually been speaking to us this month and, that, and he's already spoken to you a few things that you need to bring under his lordship. And if you haven't done already, we're going we're gonna to do that. It's important. But I've got three things here. Um, yeah, there's three things I'm just going to speak about and if that's you... God says, I love you and you need to bring these under my lordship because I have better for you than you being in control of it. Okay? All right, first thing. Your kids. Some of you have kids who aren't walking with the Lord or under his lordship currently and that's a source of constant grief for you. He's inviting you to hand it over to surrender them again to him and watch what he'll do. Yeah. Your finances. Some of you have financial situations going on right now and God's inviting you to hand them over to him. Stop trying in your own strength. Trust him as your provider and see what he will do. There are expansive resources of heaven. He's looking for faithful and trustworthy students to manage the flow of. Bring your finances under his lordship. The pastoral transition this church is going through. See, through Monash, he is more invested and cares more about the health, purpose and longevity of C3 Monash than even us. He has so much compassion for us in this transition, but he wants us to hand it over to him. He has it covered. He has it covered. He knows what we need. He has Pastor Stephen Deb covered, and he has us covered. But I believe we need to actually surrender it to him this morning. If you haven't already, and you'll know, you'll know. Okay, so you grab your little umbrella. You ready? Just get it ready. You don't have to pop it up yet, but we are going to pop it up. So just have it ready then. All right. Father God, forgive us today to, for having lords other than you. Forgive us for the areas of our lives over which we haven't surrendered it yet to you. I 
thank you for your kindness in leading us to repentance and surrender. All right, and this bit, let's say together. Lord God, and you're going to do a little insertion of the thing. You ready? I bring, insert, insert the thing you need to bring to him. (laughs) Say it. I bring my finances, pastoral transition, my kids, my work, my friendships, whatever it is. I bring it under your cover, Lord. And you can take your little umbrella and group it up. You ready? Oh, mine's going to be a bit funny, but here we go. Boop. It's covered. It's covered. And as you go into your week, I want you to put this somewhere you'll remember when you attempted to take control of that thing again. No. God's got it covered. He's got it covered. He's got it covered. When you start to worry about it, uh uh-uh. He's got it covered. Okay? There's peace when we remind ourselves that he's got it covered. All right. Step number four. I'm actually going to ask the worship team to come and join me for the last two steps. Step number four is to be filled. In the natural, dehydration occurs when you lose more fluid than you take in and your body doesn't have enough water and other fluids to carry out its normal functions. Symptoms of dehydration are thirst, fatigue, and what's coming out out of you starts to get a bit more concentrated and smelly. And sometimes as disciples, we get spiritually dehydrated. Yeah? But God wants us to be filled, not just once, but continually so we can function the way he's called us to function. In John 7, 37 to 39, Jesus speaks about the living water that he intends his disciples to have access to. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and in a loud voice he said, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow out from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up until that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. He satisfies our thirst. He gives us rest. And when he flows out of us, it's a nourishing solution of grace and truth. The fruit of living filled with the Spirit and the mark of a disciple growing in maturity is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. It's from Galatians 4.6. We don't make the fruit. Sometimes I think we're like trying so hard to make fruit happen, but fruit comes from 
abiding, drinking and being filled, and he produces the fruit in us. I love this quote I came across this week um, via Roma Warman. It says, The Holy Spirit doesn't just make you dance and speak in tongues. He also makes you shut up, apologise and examine yourself. (laughs) Speaking in tongues is one one of the manifestations of being filled with the Holy Spirit, but the Bible's really clear that the fruit of His Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. We're going to ask him to fill us this week and I'm actually believing you'll have fruit in your life this week and it'll look like this. It'll look like more patience with your children. (laughs) It'll look like self-control in that meeting at work. It'll look like love. It'll look like joy and peace, peace that passes understanding. We can't function well as undercover disciples by ourselves. In fact, we're incapable of it. So it will not be by our might or our power, but by His Spirit. So we're going to ask Him to do that for us now on Pentecost Sunday. Today we celebrate the day when all the disciples gathered in the upper room received the promised Holy Spirit, the Comforter, God in us. Would you all stand? Tim, would it be okay if we go to the bridge of that, um, the Psalm 23? Yeah. This is an invitation, church. Remember that when we come under his lordship, he doesn't force anything on, on us. It's an invitation. So would you close your eyes for a minute? And I'm going to pray as the team sings over you. She let's just sing it first. Your spirit lives Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Your spirit lives within me. So I will walk in your spirit. You begin to ask him. You begin to ask him to fill you. Fill you up afresh. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're so good. You're so good. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would fall on us and fill us afresh this morning. That we would walk in the fruit of your Spirit. God, that there would be love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness and self-control overflowing and in abundance in the lives of these undercover disciples this morning, God. Your spirit, your spirit, 
Wonderful, wonderful. You're going to see it this week. You're going to see the fruit of being filled with him. And again, this is an invitation for you to do daily with him. Be filled. Be filled. Abide with him. Be in his presence. He wants to fill you and flow out of you. Step five, go therefore and make disciples. Jesus' last command to us is, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. C3 Monash, undercover disciples. God has work for you to do. God has problems for you to solve. He has relationships for you to bring the ministry of reconciliation to. He has people for you to cover and carry in prayer. He has children for you to father and mother, both natural and spiritually. He has authority for you to exercise for His glory and the good of others. There are sick people God wants to heal through you. There are businesses to grow, churches to plant, and it's all for His glory. Step five is our commissioning. This covering is not just for you. It is for other people as well. It is for your workplace. It is for your friendships. It is for your schools. It is to go into all the earth and bring His glory and His covering to help others see His goodness, to know His character. So let me pray over you, church. Can I ask you to close your eyes again? as we walk this last step together. Lord God, I thank you for every undercover disciple who's listening. I thank you for their surrender. I thank you for their obedience. I thank you that they will bear much fruit as they follow you. I ask that you'd fill them daily I ask that you would lead every step. I ask for wisdom and grace for every circumstance they face. And I ask that their lives would glorify you. Amen. Why don't we give God some praise this morning? Thank you, God. Thank you for coming on that journey together this morning, church. Thank you for taking those steps together. 
And I encourage you to keep walking in those this week. Tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, keep bringing those areas of your life under his lordship. Ship. Lordship? We're the sheep. Keep remembering when you are worried. He's got it. Bring it under his lordship. Amen. Last directions. If you prayed that salvation prayer for the first time this morning, I'd really love to get to meet you and just to stand and acknowledge that step with you. That is the first the first beautiful step of a life lived for his glory. And we'd love to acknowledge that with you this morning. And I'd also like to say if you if while we're going through those steps you actually felt this wrestle over some of them or God just pressing in on you and you know that you need the help of family coming alongside you to pray, we're going to have our prayer team available here after the service and the worship team are just going to continue to play for a little while. I encourage you to respond to that prompting because God often brings freedom to us through family, through the people around us and we're not meant to do it alone. So please come, come and make yourself um, um, yeah, have that opportunity this morning. Be beautiful. Thanks for listening to today's message. If you have any prayer needs, email prayer at c3monash.org.au or connect with us online.